0: Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about TV, movies, comics, and all things geek. Next in our Team Archetype series, and a little for Halloween, we're discussing Team Monster members. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smith of the
1: And I'm Clifton.
0: So, uh, like I said, this is part of our Team Archetype series, our sixth installment, where we focus on the different roles most commonly seen for team members in media. Um, Getting pretty close to the end here of this series. uh, Maybe one more after this. These episodes spun out of our Team Dynamics episode back in uh, 105. Uh, team Leaders, Geniuses, Muscle, Renegades, Comic Relief, Heart and Soul members, we've all covered those already in past episodes. Check them out on it is.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, and anywhere else you find your podcast. But today we focus on Team's resident monster characters, perfect for Halloween. So... Uh, we'll dive right in. Who do you guys got first? Who who came to mind first? Well, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> say it.
2: Get him off the list. Hulk. You know,
0: typical first <laughs>
1: Avengers. Okay. Yeah. Go with the classic.
2: Yeah, the classic. This man, this monster. Ah, you know, can't be trusted. <laughs> you know, is he a hero or is a villain? We don't know. Mm-hmm. He's the Hulk. That. Yeah. He's always been seen as the guy that you couldn't trust or. Uncontrollable rage up until he got a little bit of sense with Banner, but ultimately he was that monster.
3: Yeah, he's actually a double dip monster because we get him in the
2: Defenders too. Is he in the Defenders? Yeah, he is in the Defenders.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah in the comics with Doctor Strange and Silver Surfer and that yeah. lineup.
2: Yeah, yeah. Never enough. Never enough.
3: Yeah, because kind of like I was. No one. No, I don't. He didn't get enough play. like you. You helped found both these teams. Um, <laughs> yeah, originally he's kind of like the angry. You know, angry monster or angry, you know, he's kind of, he's much more of a jerk early on, like in the Avengers. He's like, ah, I don't need you. Hulk doesn't mm-hmm. need anybody. And then more like in Defender, he's kind of like the, the, they've he's kind of morphed into the the childlike, just leave Hulk alone Hulk.
2: Ah, oh, the childlike Hulk. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 The one that's, the they one calm, that's calm, down, Hulk, calm down Hulk, calm mm-hmm. down. Yeah. 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 Or, you know, a lot of times it's like Valkyrie or Hellcat or somebody talking him to, you know, talking down from his rage or whatever.
2: <laughs> but the, the, the uh, subdued by a beautiful woman rage sort of like king kong or something
3: kind of or kind of like yeah. black widow in avengers you know
1: right oh Age of yeah ultron yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: sounds getting, getting real low <laughs> 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 that
3: yeah.
2: was so silly but sure yeah i i, I get it historically yeah yeah
3: yeah because early on it's like the, it's right after the point where he's been gray for like six issues and then he goes to be in green and he's still just like nah humanity sucks <laughs> you it, all are and, terrible. And it does. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be like any of you. You know. So yeah, the Hulk's a good one. I mean, the Hulk's like the baseline. I think for a lot of these, these. I think mean, it teams. feels
2: that way. Yeah, it feels that way in most cases, as far as the archetype. In some cases, uh, just for a team dynamic, I won't say for the character thing itself. I, I don't mm-hmm. think he's the original, but as
3: far as being a no.
2: team dynamic,
3: yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think I think he's. The one that you're going to think of the most, or the one that's like the, the easiest one to think of, I think. I believe so. Just because he is so prominent. It's so weird because he's not even in Avengers for very long. Right. He
2: made his impression.
3: And then only with the popularity of like the movies and stuff is when it like they put him more in, in more modern lineups. And he would show up in the book every once in a while, but it was yeah. never like for an extended run.
1: But thanks to movies and stuff, he's definitely in people's heads. As oh, sure. In Avengers. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah.
2: But now it makes more sense now that I think about it. So why universe of all things will pull out that character to promote? You know, and mm-hmm. yeah, a, another monster. You know, right? Um,
3: yeah, at the repertoire. Good yeah. point. No, it's a very good point. But yeah, Hulk.
2: Okay, Hulk is mine. What's yours, Frank?
3: Um. Well, I mean, the other easy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I know what it is. The easiest, the easy easy one is 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 Ben. It's the thing. Right. Yes. You know, that's the one that that always you know. Everyone else got kind of cool powers,
1: <laughs> except for Ben.
4: <laughs>
3: you know,
1: he got a rock.
3: Yeah, Charlie right, Brown, right. yeah. Hey, yeah exactly. Along yeah. the Halloween yeah. Theme. Yeah. yeah, Clifton. He got the he got a rock. Um, yeah. you know, and it's one of those things where I, I, I you know, we've talked about it, playing time, in other episodes. I'm a huge fan of the thing. I love that character. Um, you know, you, you know, there's nothing. I mean, from the beginning, if you've read like those old Fantastic Fours where he has to walk the bomb into the whale, you know, to stop Submariner's <laughs> plan. I mean, stuff like that is just that's who that guy is. But um, you know, and I and I've I've talked enough about the fact that I, you know, it's to me it's the idea of, you know, a lot of times they just focus on writers will focus on the fact that he's some kind of dumb jock. I'm like, but no, at the same time, he's like a, he was a test pilot, so he had to know some, you know, had to be on the ball somewhat. You know, it could have just been like I'm gonna go wing it. <laughs> you know
4: right. when he was
3: doing all that stuff it can't just be like oh, i'm just gonna put this play in the ground it's not a big deal i'm like no it's it's a very big deal ben was ben has had to be somewhat smart and i don't think enough of that gets played out but i mean it's, as far as like a monster as a hero i mean it's really hard for me to choose somebody on a team that's better than the thing
1: yeah 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 at the end of these uh we should see which character came up the most because because ben Grimm's definitely in the running yeah, of coming up in the most episodes, so we'll find Probably. out at the end.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I have him and another person. It, okay. it doesn't doesn't matter what he he's supposed to be. They sort of shoehorn this person into always fitting the role that even he doesn't fit in. But mm-hmm. I, I, I'll say it later. Okay, mm-hmm.
3: but yeah, I think I think that's the one that I would like when I first thought about. I mean, the Hulk is like default, but I mean, as far as as being an actual team member, and granted, you know, every now and then Ben gets pissed off or. You know, they reveal that Reed could have cured him, or something yeah. along those lines, <laughs>
2: which, which is insane.
3: oh, it's about, awful. But, I always feel yeah. bad for those. You know, or or they or Reed tries to cure him, and then like during burn, he gets the gets the dinosaur looking look. You know, right. from the earlier issues.
1: And then there's then there's the stories where they're like, we could cure you, but then this worst thing would have happened. Like if yeah, we go yeah, back yeah, in time yeah. and cured <laughs> yes, you, then, right. then this terrible yes. thing would happen. Yes. Right? Well, this yeah. with somebody else.
3: Right, like well, like in the seventies, at one point they cure him, and he's like, "I'm a free, and I'm free, I'm free of the curse of the and the Thing." And then like Luke Cage subs in for a bit, mm. and then you have Ben wearing like an exoskeleton, like a, almost like an Iron Man suit, but looks like the right. Thing,
1: the Thing suit, yeah, 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 <laughs> the Thing
3: suit, yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is just ridiculous, but you know, comics. So <laughs> yeah, I was I always wanted Ben. You know, I was always curious about if if Ben had to have the Thing look in order to have the powers, like if they would ever do a Ben Grimm has like superpowers bit where he's just looks like Ben Grimm, but you know, I mean, I guess without having him looking, I mean, granted it is one of those things with his appearance has changed over the years. I mean, there's the point where at one point he's like kind of spiky. and looked like a pineapple. I hated that look. I know.
2: It's terrible. When it mutated.
1: That's the 80s one. That's the one I came in on as a kid. Oh, did you really? Uh, Into comics, yeah.
2: That and when they made Ms. Marvel. Marvel,
1: uh, uh, Sharon Ventura, Ms. Marvel. Yeah, Sharon Ventura.
2: Yeah. I hated that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So weird. I always thought he'd evolve into concrete.
3: Like the, the comic book concrete?
2: Yeah, like similar to concrete, like just smooth out. Yeah, the like the comic book character, Concrete. right? The
1: independent yeah. comic character from Dark Horse. Yeah, exactly. Paul Jager, concrete. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: thought he would yeah. just smooth out, and then hmm. he'll just sit there, and you wouldn't know he moved. It's 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 sort of to me. I had a creepier destiny form, but just like he slowly became a rock. He was still sentient, Unless right. unless he, he just
1: erode over time. <laughs>
2: yeah. Or no, no, it just
3: smooth out. You know, yeah, like
2: like a skipping stone or something. Ah, but but right. ultimately. Oh, no, no,
3: no. So you mean like get like polished, like a polished stone. Yes. Ah, okay. Okay.
2: But, I could see that. But ultimately he wouldn't move too often. Like he would just sit there and not unless action. Like, <laughs> like if you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's funny so because it's dark. Like, yeah, it is dark, but, <laughs> so but dark. It, it, it would give Reed a reason to save him. But the the, but the spiky
3: stuff, what's that yeah. about? It's just gross. Ugh. Yeah, they just, it's just someone wanted, I mean, I, I, and granted at the time it didn't really make sense, but I, it happened now, I'd be like, they just want to sell another action figure. That's why I would have been <laughs> yes. like, yes. if, if it was, that was the case now, I'd be like, no, that's what it's all about. But yeah, the thing that was that's one of the one like I said, uh, the, the, the Hulk and the Thing are the two easiest, I think. Hmm.
0: Definitely yes. got a lot of mileage out of playing the monster with the Thing too. Lots sure. definitely, a Lot yeah. of stories built around that stuff. Whereas oh, yeah. Hulk, not saying that there aren't, you know what I mean. But I feel mm-hmm. like with Hulk, a lot of it, what what makes him a monster over, just like the muscle guy, I think is the transformation. Right? Is the fact yeah. is the fact that there, that there's that aspect of it that like. I, I, I change into this thing, and I can't control it, and I, you know, I might level a city, and, and I don't yeah. really have yes. much saying it. Uh, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: But I agree with Franklin. I didn't like how he raged out all the time because in the beginning of his, when he's not the thing, he's calm. I mean, yeah. it's like, ah, I'm the thing, and you almost <laughs> care him, and then he wrecks the lab. I'm like, ah, <laughs> why do you become a hothead? I thought Johnny's the hothead. I thought he <laughs> he's the one to be setting the lab on fire, you know?
3: That right. no, was the thing. Yeah, he definitely got, definitely had moments where he would flip out, you know? Yeah. But no, I, like I said, that was, that was the one I had. Anybody else got another?
1: I'm trying to think, cause it does feel like Marvel has done this a lot. Like they have a yes, ton of have. monsters. Yes, they, they have. And they'll put anyone on a team. Right. Um,
2: I, I want to say a contemporary version of it, if you don't mind, if you, if you have to think. But I have a yeah, contemporary no, you can one. go ahead. Okay, my contemporary one that jumped in my head is Ms. Martian of Young Justice. Oh, in DC. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because her whole theme was she had to hide because I'm a monster. It's the whole <laughs> aspect of you wouldn't like me beautiful, that type of stuff. You know, right. I'm not I'm not pretty enough to be among common folk. Right. Yeah. Well, well she's not she, Yeah. But it was re- weird in the second season. And which she does inhuman things, mm-hmm. she became a monster of a different sort. Not so much being the white Martian that we were scared that she was. You're talking about Young she, Justice, right?
3: right. Yeah, yeah. Specifically yes, yes, that specifically version.
2: Specifically Young Version. Yeah. Okay. Um, In which she started doing inhumane things with her power. A different mm-hmm. type of monster.
4: Right.
2: Yeah. That's that's That one jumped up because it wasn't your typical monster story in which... There, I mean, yeah, she's hideous, but blah, blah, blah. That's how she's mm. supposed to look. so <laughs> Right. Yeah. But of course, because of her um, always watching TV and seeing how humans look differently. Uh, to me, I would feel the same way if I watch TV. Like, if I look a certain way, they're going to kill me. I mean, it's just yeah. it's just the point of fact.
0: I think, too, that I think what's kind of neat is, yeah, the first season reads a lot like that. Is that, like, you know, she's just uh, 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 this th- this thing. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that she's that she's uh keeping everybody in the dark for but i think it's kind of enlightening later is that she kind of like brings the prejudice of her world with her yes to that and it's it's sort of like like on mars the white martians are this and so mm-hmm. she kind of brings that down it, it just sort of like like uh, um feels like her entire team is gonna is gonna have that same reaction
2: right? yeah no it did you know it definitely did but uh, it's funny but they didn't, they didn't really know her like that so when mm-hmm. when the big reveal came it was like
0: eh, okay. yeah okay <laughs> you the, <you're> the thing <laughs> Meh. but yeah it's layered though like you said it does it does take on a, a on a different form uh in season 2 mm-hmm. you know yeah we're, we're um it becomes more about the uh, uh trust in uh, trust with your powers and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and how it can be wielded uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Irresponsibly.
3: Uh, yeah,
2: the abuse of her power. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she was on my list as far as Moss is concerned, and that created a whole nother hole <laughs> with her. But yeah, but that's that's one that definitely jumped out to me as far as what she did. Yeah, as a bit a bit of who she is and how she was depicted, which wasn't typically like the Hulk or the thing in which it uh some they turned into these creatures and it was just filled with rage and um destruction as a result of it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it makes me wonder how much of that is was like planned on their part the idea that I mean she could easily read other people's minds to see whether or not they would be accepting of her in that form.
2: Yeah, but that's right? more intrusive. Yeah, but wouldn't that be more intrusive as a, I mean in, I mean I'm just saying
3: I'm just saying along the lines of like the second season where she's not really using her powers the best. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh yeah
0: yeah no yeah yeah but yeah it's a good choice i, I yeah. didn't think about miss Martian. i had uh also from dc i went with uh clayface okay yeah i was, my thinking, l- yeah. I was yeah. thinking long and hard about trying to get people that weren't like like hulk and thing like the ones that we were starting out with um wanted to find like like new monsters to kind of talk about and clayface jumped at me like like pretty quick Mm-hmm. Um, from from uh, James Tynion's run on Detective back in twenty sixteen, oh,
3: yeah. kind of part of the cl- like a, like a, a class of students kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah. so
0: I, like worth pointing out, like in this in this run of Detective, this isn't like when we talk about the Bat Family in past episodes where we kind of just sort of like loosely uh, uh, referred to them as as like all all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, this book was a team book. It was actually a team book, like set okay. in the Batman and Gotham stuff, and so the team was Batman and uh batwoman uh tim drake mm-hmm. cassandra kane is orphan stephanie brown was spoiler uh later you got uh, uh azrael joined up but clayface was there like right from the beginning and the idea here was that like like batman thought he deserved a second chance and offered him a spot on his team to sort of like redeem himself and there there was some like universe uh uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like sort of clean up on the character that was done here. They, they did right. some, this is the Basil Carlo version. Oh, okay. Wow, okay. Right. Oh, okay. Um, but they did some shenanigans with flashpoint and they combined Basil <laughs> Carlo and like Matt Hagen okay. into like one character.
1: So they basically did what the animated series did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Was he like, I've never, I've, it's been, this
3: one's on my list for like a forever since it came out to read it. So, so was he like, a six-year-old actor?
0: No, no, no. So he they play him much younger, much, much oh, younger. Than this. Okay. So, so Basil originally, when first created, was kind of like the chameleon. Like he was just a guy in a suit. Mm-hmm. But he was the actor. He was the actor thing that came right. The, the, where that became part of the the clayface right. character. Matt Hagen comes along, and he's just sort of a hood. But right. that's where you get like the clay powers. Right, like the, Comf- the
1: golem shape yeah, changing powers. Exactly.
0: Right, and then there were, and then there were a bunch of other clay faces after the, after <laughs> him.
3: But I always <laughs> thought Basil Carlo's whole deal was a guy in a mat, like he was like a kind of like in a, in a suit and a hat, and then had like a, a clay mask looking thing. Yep. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Kind of Phantom of the Opry.
3: Right, and then mm. his whole deal was that he was a faded. Like they take the bit from Matt, like the animated series where he's like a fading actor, or he's no longer you know popular or whatever. Yeah, I thought I thought that was his deal. No, is it not his deal? I forget
0: that. Was, so, yeah, yeah, that was his deal. And so okay. now after the fact, his origin is now something related to like it, it's much more of an accident that he became Clayface and his father mm-hmm. was also like involved in the movie business and he was like a makeup artist or something like that. And that's sort of oh, like where he got okay. the idea of like the power of of like, you know, change, changing your your, your physical, uh, um, your appearances for your roles and stuff like that. Okay, and everything. So, um, so but then the other thing that they also added to this, they added kind of like a Hulk addition to this, and it was like his temper became, uh, uh like his, his emotional setting became what set off like his bad impulses and stuff like that. So then yeah. they gave him like a device that he had that was supposed to kind of like tamp down his emotions and stuff like that. So it is kind of a different take on him. He's he's played a bit younger right. for sure. Um, like he's kind of. You know, he's palling around with like Cassandra and Stephanie and they're all, you know, late <laughs> <Right>. teens, 20s <laughs> right. in that book. Okay. He's kind of shy also. And, and you know, you certainly get with, with, with all monster stuff. Like he's tormented at the idea of like, like, is Batman right about me or is, you know, <laughs> or, or is he asking too much? Like, can I can I actually like turn this corner and become mm-hmm. and become good? Um, hmm. It's a good run. It is a good okay. run of books. I do like it. It's a weird, it's a weird uh thing to see like Clayface like in the team lineup, you know. But uh, it works.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah, it's been like I said, I've wanted to read it for quite some time. It's just you know, there's other things and other books, and I haven't got to it yet.
1: Yeah, DC is is one where I kind of gravitated to in my list as well for similar situations where it was the villain side of things is where Mm -hmm. I was seeing this happen more so than the hero side and. In particular, going all the way back to you know one of my early forays into superhero super friends, mm. where we get Legion of Doom ah. that has ah. two monsters on it. Yes, it does. That, that I would think, which are um, Solomon Grundy, One on a Monday, and <laughs> Gorilla Grodd. Ah, gorilla okay. Grodd, yeah. The super intelligent, super ape, telepathic, <laughs> yeah, super strong. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, worst gorilla. nightmare. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah, those are the hmm. two characters that I kind of think of as, as the monsters on that team. Solomon Grundy, who's just like a, a zombie. Yeah. Like a barely functioning, <laughs> or I guess a high <laughs> functioning zombie, right? but barely functioning villains. Let's,
0: let's get into both of these guys, because you know what? I, offhand, I don't think these guys don't come up often. Yeah,
1: no, and these no, team really archetype
0: episodes, but like on the show in general, like wow, it <laughs> right. hit me. I'm like, we don't really talk Grodd that much. No, um, Grodd's no. a great <laughs> character. Yes. Because, as <laughs> yeah. over the
1: top as all that stuff I said is, yeah, he's great.
2: Yeah, I was always confused about his origin. Grodd. Gorilla, um, <laughs> yeah, Grodd. Yes, I always thought Grodd came from the city. Mm-hmm. He was he was basically from Gorilla City. Yeah, right. I always thought he was Gorilla City, but no, he was the uh, the the experiment who invaded the uh, utopia. Is that correct? I think so. Okay, then never mind. Then. I, I mean, that's it, how it is
1: it depicted in the Flash TV series. Right. Okay,
2: thank you. Okay. Uh, and, and, okay. Because I was unsure. I thought he was always like the uh, the stepchild from Gorilla City. Like he mm-hmm. was the one that that wasn't going on with everybody else type of situation. He wanted to control Gorilla City as opposed to um, being the guy that, oh, there's a city of gorillas? I gotta go there. I should be king. You know, that type of stuff. But yeah.
3: I thought he was he had similar to like a Vandal Savage or like um the Immortal Man's Origin where he gets exposed to a meteorite type deal. Oh, I didn't know about that. I don't know. It's been a while since I've read the, like the Silver Age origin for him. <laughs> okay. But I think I thought it was one of those I thought that's how they all kind of evolved, and then he was the one that was like the the like Lucifer in their midst of like, nope, I'm gonna ruin this paradise. <laughs> yeah that's what yeah yeah, yeah. Nope. that's what I always thought it was we
1: can't have this utopian city of all super smart gorillas
3: yeah looking at it now it says the character was created by John Broome and Carmine Infantino and first appeared in the flash 106 May 59 uh, he's an evil super super intelligent gorilla who gained mental powers after being exposed to a strange meteorites radiation huh I've never heard of that origin Yeah. other than him being a jerk yeah yeah <laughs> And then they talk about his Super Friends being in that, and then being in the um, the DC animated universe stuff, the Bruce Timm stuff, mm-hmm. voiced by the great Powers Booth.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I love how they made him. Uh, what the, the whole uh, him and um, was that Giganta? Mm-hmm. That was oddly yeah accurate. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah, but sure.
0: And then the um, and then there was the uh, the 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 sorceress that he was with too.
3: Tala. Yes, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It says, uh, to this is according this is Grodd and fellow uh, gorilla Solovar developed tele- telepathic and telekinetic powers, and then the gorillas that were exposed as meteorite um made Gorilla City. The gorillas lived in peace and time for a time, Uh and Grodd basically plotted to take over Gorilla City. And okay, Solivar okay. Solovar contracts Barry Allen. You know, and then he's been a, he's been a Flash villain forever since then. Hmm. But yeah, no, Grod's a good one. I always loved Grod. That was one of the things about the Flash television show that I was, I think I've talked about before, was how much, how pleased I was with how well Grod worked. <laughs> like Grod was one I thought, you know, from a, from a special effects standpoint, I'm like, there's no way they're going to pull this off. And, yeah, you know, there's both some great acting by um, uh, Jesse, what's his name, that plays Iris' dad, Joe.
1: Oh, yeah, I can't think of his name right now.
3: Mm-hmm. But um yeah, he's he's his he totally sells it in the in the very first appearance of, of Grodd, of just how terrifying it would be for a normal human being mm. to have to deal with Grodd. Jesse mm. L. Martin.
1: Yeah, Jesse L. Martin. Yeah.
3: It's one of those things where he Joe West is he was oh his reaction to Grodd which is just he's utterly terrified because it's not it's <laughs> it's bad enough that he's a gorilla, but he's a super strong telekinetic telepathic right. gorilla. Telepathic gorilla. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. telepathic yeah. not telekinetic, but telepathic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing you could do up against that as a as a regular person. It would be over.
2: So cry.
3: Oh yeah. So, (laughs) but yeah, Grodd's a great great character. I love Grodd and Grodd's pop up and stuff. There's a comic from the '70s that I remember as a kid that I finally got later was um, it's um, superheroes versus super gorillas, (laughs) (laughs) and it's one of the first Grodd stories I ever saw. (laughs) But it's like it's like I think it's it's Grodd and then um. It's Grodd and then there's like, there's an old, uh, I think it's gotta be Silver Age. There's a gorilla boss of Gotham city story in it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there's like a green lantern story if I can remember correctly, but it's been, but it's a great, it's a great, one of those, you know, great seventies books. And I think that might be the first place I ever saw Grodd. So, oh,
1: wow.
3: Yeah. We'll have to put the image up on,
0: was this the gorilla (laughs) boss of Gotham city? That's it. That's the one.
3: Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. But yeah superheroes versus super gorillas
0: Again, yeah, it was only, it
3: wasn't even like a series just like a one-off but it was awesome so yeah I was right superheroes battle super gorillas my man
0: <laughs> oh yeah so his shtick is uh you know aside from the mental powers and all those other things and being a telepath and, and everything it's just the fact that you know it's it's an effing gorilla
4: <laughs> <laughs> right right of course. strength yes. and rage yeah, coming yes. at you right. yeah <laughs>
3: Yeah, not enough that's that, you know, it's a superpower gorilla or super strong gorilla. There's all that other he's got the mental ability too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's underrated. He's underrated. Mm-hmm. It is one that sounds kind of like I hate to say it, but it sounds like sillier than like than it is. Right? right. You know. It sounds like a ridiculous idea, but then when you see it like in play, you're like, "No, no, he's pretty menacing." <laughs> and and uh for sure and like <laughs> yeah. and he is up there like it with 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 the greats. Like you asked me the name like some of the greatest Flash superheroes. You know, I get the grod pretty quick. Yeah, you know he's two or three. Yeah, right mm. from
1: the Flash Rogues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's at the top.
0: He's definitely
3: one. What I always liked about grod as well was the fact that, as well as the the the, the Rogues tried to work together, grod was really never part of their plans. Like they never, mm. like you never see them try to negotiate or bargain with with grod It's kind of like grod has his plans. And then, like, the reverse flash has his plans, and then the rogues kind of work together.
4: But <laughs> yeah, the yeah. rest yeah. of, like,
3: I mean, like Captain Cold and Heat Wave and the rest sort of do their, they'll plan their team up together. But those two don't really play that well with everybody else. So, right. All right. So, what about Grundy? Love Solomon Grundy, too. Mm-hmm.
2: They're trying to contemporary, make him more contemporary with Stargirl as far as mm-hmm. um, I want to say that childlike Hulk aspect of it, in which. Yeah. He's not aware of what he's doing. He's just being manipulated by a higher power or there's always somebody who tells him, oh, you should beat him up. He's, he he talked dirty to you, you know, and mm-hmm. he comes in with the rage of trying to kill you or pound you in the mush. But he's always a, I, that was always weird to me how he'd be in a swamp and he'd be like, what, an eight foot tall uh, uh, monster as opposed to a regular person. Mm-hmm. Um, I just never understood the dynamics of. So, I mean, mind you, I love the character conceptually at least how he's slow and and just stupid strong like Zomb- that, that st- zombie strength of way you know you don't know how strong you are but yeah. i never understood how he morphed into what he was from just dying in the swamp like mm-hmm. no one else they never really explained the swamp I, 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 wasn't it superstition or something along those means or or um, voodoo or something
4: mm-hmm.
3: i think that the i mean i know what more contemporary origin was he's kind of like a Cyrus Gold was the um, was like a guy that like ran, either ran up debt or was you know kind of a kind of a grifter kind of and it finally catches up with him and he gets murdered in the swamp,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and then there was always like the I guess the the Solomon Grundy um, I don't know but the the rhyme or not right I mean, like, like an old some,
1: nursery rhyme
3: yeah so they kind of took that and applied it to him but um yeah that was basically it. he almost has like a swamp thing or like man thing type uh, origin mm-hmm. or basically. You know, it's either he's cursed at the point of being, you know, murdered or whatever, or the, you know, the swamp reach, like, I don't know, the swamp talks to him and says, you know, I'll make you a deal. Um, But no, Gruddy's great. I was, you know, when you need a kind of mindless monster at, at DC, he's a great way to plug in. Um, He's been around forever. I mean, he's like, yeah. a gold, you know, he's been around since what, the golden age?
1: Yeah, he was an original, like the original version of Green Lantern, the Alan Scott Green Lantern. Mm. That's when... Right, that's when he appeared. All star or All American Comics number sixty one, October of nineteen forty four. Wow, so he's been around a while. Yeah, I
3: mean that's one of the things where they don't. You know, it's the, I always like the fact that he's a, he's a Green Lantern villain for Alan Scott, and he's plant based, so therefore he's a threat because wood, I guess. <laughs> right, that was his weakness. <laughs> not
1: yellow, but wood. not yellow.
3: Yeah, what was the thing that else. You know, if you had a baseball bat, you could take on the Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. No, but, <laughs> it's important yeah. to say that because
0: <laughs> I think I think in the years he he has been lumped in with Batman so much, right? Oh yeah, yeah, you know for what sure. I, mean? I yeah. think I think because he's he's in the long Halloween mm-hmm. um, comics like pretty early, right? Uh, you know, I mean, like he was never Batman the animated series, but he was in the Batman and Brave and the Bold. Yeah, uh, no, you know, he was. Um, yeah, it was. You know, Justice League 2 down the line. Tommy's in the Arkham games too, right?
2: Yeah, definitely. He's in Arkham City. Yeah. Um at one point you have to Batman has to physically fight um an incarnation of Grundy, which is great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no, it was Arkham Arkham Asylum. It was Arkham okay. City Arkham
3: Asylum. I think it's Arkham Asylum. I think it's Arkham Asylum.
2: Yeah, Arkham Asylum. It's a, it's a, it's a great um DNA throwing. I loved it. So
0: yeah. But yeah, he's one of those like he kind of serves a uh, you know, wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm.
4: Right.
3: You
0: know, big indestructible yeah. zombie. that looks like a Scooby-Doo bad guy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
3: yeah. 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 I love the. I do love the super friends versions with the with the, with the accent.
1: Yeah, it's it's nice. I love that. I love yeah, that. I love nice. that version of Grundy. Solomon <laughs> so re- Grundy won't pants too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> i decent so. pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that one. I love that version of Grundy. I think it's so great, but, um, Oh, what I was going to say was the fact that there is one version that, as far as I know, just one version in, um, and it's when, uh, what's his name from, he's the the novelist, uh, Brad Meltzer. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was in his, when he did Justice League for DC, there's a version of Grundy that was was actually intelligent.
2: Yeah, yeah, you were hyped for that one. They never saw that to fruition. I remember
3: yeah. that exactly. Yeah, they had it once where it was kind of like the idea of like every once in a while there's a chance that Grundy could be super intelligent as well as being, you know, an indestructible zombie monster. And then it like it, like like you were saying, it just doesn't nothing really comes of it.
0: But there's a bit in um uh it, it's Superman Batman, the one that Jeff Loeb did with Ed Ed McGuinness, you know, with the big with the big kryptonite comet that's coming with mm-hmm. President Lex and stuff like that. Yeah. There's an issue in there where they fight like a bunch of DC bad guys. Mm-hmm. And um and Grundy is talking like really intelligently, okay. In that fight, I remember, and 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 Batman is is suspicious of it. it, it like the line is, it's in the movie too, but the line is something like, "Like why does Grundy sound like William F. Buckley?" Like, <laughs> you know, um, and 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 they're trying to figure out that like, oh no, that all these guys were controlled or something like that, uh, I, you know. But but yeah, I remember I, that you said intelligent Grundy, and that was another thing that jumped into my head was that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the
3: other Grundy bit that I love, I mean, Grundy's like you said, uh, Cliff and Grundy's been around forever. But there's a great bit in um uh in Secret Six, in Gail Simone's Secret Six, in which I don't remember if it's the first miniseries or the second one, but there's a point where Scandal Savage has to go have dinner with her father, Vandal Savage, and they're having this sort of like back and forth and this, you know, it's it's all subtext of, you know, how much they just don't get along for as long as they've been alive. And at one point, Vandal's like, you know, just basically like tells her to shut up and eat her Grundy. Uh, <laughs> and that what? was, that, yeah, that's what's being served at this, 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 you know, this dinner
4: <laughs>
3: oh. <laughs> is, is Grundy. So yeah, at some point, Ew. you know, yeah, I know if you're, it's one of those like places where you can only get something incredibly exotic, and therefore that's what Vandal Savage happened to have was um, <laughs> Solomon Grundy. Solomon for, Grundy. It's what's but, for dinner. Uh. Yeah. yeah, but that's gross on
2: so many levels. I All know. right, let's
3: let's take out the cannibalism,
2: right? That's right. Tough. just
0: just the cannibalism.
2: <laughs> but you're eating rotting flesh yes. that was festering in a swamp. Yes, but not only
0: that, but like rotting flesh that Superman can pound on and not make it scratch.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah, not make a scratch. But yeah, <laughs> you, you have, you've managed you to, to. Yeah, I guess you have to be an immortal in order to enjoy the grunty. Yeah. Something or yeah. But I, it's one of those moments in that book, uh, out of out of so many moments in that in the Secret Six books, that stood
0: out to me was the fact that they were eating candy. <laughs> He's done really well in Justice League. I'll just say that the Bruce Timm stuff. Oh yeah, for Bruce, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Really, really great stuff in there.
3: No, we even get even getting back to the whole thing of um, of the Defenders. We actually get an episode of of uh, of Justice League that is or Justice League Unlimited. No, Justice League, right? The Defenders episode. It's
0: um season two, I think. Okay. Yeah, so it's Justice League.
3: Yeah, where we get the analog of Dr. Fade and Aquaman and um uh Solomon Grundy It's kind of a defenders team.
1: Like a take on the Marvel defenders of right. Namor, yeah. Doctor Strange, and Hulk.
3: Wow. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That works really well. I always love that. Good one.
0: Episode. It's a great episode. So yeah. Tear Beyond, I think that one is called. That's it. It's a two parter.
3: Yeah. Very good.
0: I wanted to ask you really quick, Frank, because in the Brave and the Bold design, like he's got kind of like his mouth like stitched shut. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if that was if there was something with the character there that, that you knew where that came from.
3: Um, I in some the only thing I would say about that, I don't know if it's necessarily for him, but in some lore, in some zombie lore, the way that you, you salt the way you kill a zombie is you have to, you know, kill it. Or not kill you have to basically get it to a point where you can salt it or um and then you sew its mouth shut. Like I know, in like a, there's an episode of Cold Check mm. the Night Stalker that has a zombie in it, which is <laughs> probably one of the best episodes. Okay, um, it's actually the zombie design is pretty terrifying. But that's what he has to try and do. Is it? It, it basically. But that, they play around with the idea that at one point during the day zombies are dormant; they don't want around. Um, but the, you find like the mob, some mobster is using a, a, a zombie as a hitman, right? And he's trying to he you know he's he faces off against it. Kolchak does in in a junkyard. Um, and he tries to salt it and then you have to sew its mouth shut with the salt or whatever in it. But that's what the only mm-hmm. I could think of, but I don't know for sure if that's where they were going with it. That sounds great.
1: And the, the zombie and hocus pocus also has his mouth. Yeah. shut. Oh really? Yeah, that's yeah. Right.
3: yeah. Okay. Does, yeah. Is that, is that the Doug
0: Jones one?
1: Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The
0: great, the great Doug Jones. Yeah. I just imagine both of you dressed up like Giles though, explaining that, like, <laughs> going through like, like a, you know, Right. Huge ass book. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So what else do we have for monsters? I've I have
3: one that's kind of like a team of monsters. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. Go for um, it. Um. But they're not from they're not from comics. They're from animation.
1: Okay. Good. <laughs> okay.
3: Yeah. Let me see if you are on the same page. Go for it. Um. This one is the Herculoids.
1: Ah. Uh. <laughs> oh, wow. No,
2: I give it to. Um, I want more comical, but go ahead. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's it's you know you've got. Um, what is it? Uh, Zoc is the bat winged like the dragon, right? With lasers of laser. Yeah, the one that shoots laser eyes and laser like a yeah. laser tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, Igu is like the big the big rock ape.
2: Yes, and and the the more famous one is uh, Gloop and
3: Gleep. Is it gloopy? and Glee? I thought it was a shmoo. What's it? Gloop and
4: That was an old shmoo
1: Shmoo's like from Flintstones <laughs> Thank you. In, okay, in. thank yeah. you. Yeah, okay. The
3: shmoo is like well, yeah, the shmoo, is, if I remember correctly, the shmoo is from like, no joke, from Little Abner. Like a right. really strip <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Really? That's how, that's how far back it goes. We can look it up. No, no, no. But, I believe yeah, you. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's from an old comic.
3: But yeah, the shmoo's like some 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 nonsense creature from that. Um but yeah, it does show up like at one point there's a there's a Flintstones when they're cops.
1: Yeah, in enough. the 80s. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yes, you're right. And the was part the, of yeah, that. Not I and remember. then
3: again, this ties it all back to the fact that the, in that same area is you have the Flintstones when they team up with Teenage Thing, the Ben Grimm. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. Ring yes. Thing, do your thing, and he then transforms. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so you've got the Gloop and Gleep, which are basically the the, <laughs> the the protoplasm creatures, and then lastly is uh, Tundra, which is like the the the, the horned the armored rhinoceros. Rhinoceros. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I was thinking about team monsters, I'm like, that was, a, I mean, that was a show. And then you've got the, 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 the family, but they're not really, you know, it's not the same thing It's like, they've got a whole team of like, I don't think, and again, I'm, I was thinking about it. I couldn't tell if there's ever been an origin as to like how they're all together. No, <laughs> like I don't understand. say, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Sure.
2: No, <laughs> yeah, it, of course. It, it's a story way to be made, but <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I agree with you. Why did, were they, were they just those monsters or was. Uh, it, uh, or they're like a whole race of those. Like that's the only thing that I didn't understand is mm-hmm. they had those and they specifically hung out with the family. Right. But at no point do I recall them coming mm-hmm. across other members like that. that yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. But like is the the family was like what? Uh Xandor, no? Mm-hmm. Yes. Xandor. Yep. And then um Tara. Right. And Dorno. The okay, camp. there you go. Thank you. Couldn't remember them, but I remember the others. And I was like, I was thinking about You know, characters outside of what we normally talk about, comics and stuff. And I was like, "Oh yeah, the Herculoids—they're totally a team of monsters." (laughs) So,
1: Tundra was my favorite because it was like a Triceratops that shoots lasers from its horns. Uh Oh,
3: also didn't shoot the rocks too, like (laughs) yeah, yeah. like yeah, projectiles. That's right, (laughs) Right. right. yeah, yeah. So that was my choice because I I, again, it's one of those things where I, I, you know, I it it was like the Herculoids and Space Ghost and like maybe Galaxy Trio was on altogether. Mm together yeah in a block or like for yeah. a couple you know for but yeah i always love those i love the hercules I think hercules are great
0: i want all of that stuff revisited also yeah, that Hanna barbera like action stuff has mm-hmm. such juice to it if somebody would do anything I mean, yeah they but they
1: did, like a, the future quest stuff touched on yeah. it at dc
3: no yeah that was gonna say if you like you know I, i'm a huge fan of jeff parker's i think jeff parker's are really underrated but a phenomenally good writer um so if you like, if you like any of that stuff, I would definitely recommend checking out Future Quest because Future mm-hmm. Quest does try to play within that, you know, Johnny Quest slash superhero-y Hanna-Barbera stuff. and does it really yeah. well. It's a really, it's a lot of fun. So it was
0: a series of comics from around what year? What was that? 2016. Uh, 26. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's been the last 10 years. So I just wanted to get it out there for the listeners to, to know they're looking for a book instead of like a show.
3: Right. right. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I would kill. Yeah. To, I would kill to have Warner Brothers do a, an animated with it. But you I know, know like it'd be nice. Get like straight
1: to, f- to video. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. But yeah, Future Quest is great. A lot of fun. So. But I
2: give you. I give you points on that one. I completely forgot. I thought you were gonna bank left instead of right, like you did. Oh, I okay. thought you're gonna. I thought you're gonna pull uh Thunder the Barbarian out with Ukla. Ah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I thought that's what you're headed towards. No, I thought... Both imagine...
1: are heavily uh, Alex Toth involved. Yeah. Yes,
3: yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. But no, that's a good one. I, I you know, Ukla the Mock. <laughs> love Ukla the Mock. Yes. I do as well. I do as well.
2: But it, it, my, this is how my mouth marks. Because you said that, I thought of Thunder Barbarian. I thought of Ukla. And from there, it made me jump to another character. But I wait. Because I think I'm going to step on toes with this next one.
3: No, I mean, my thing was, I always loved the ukulele mach, but it was also one of those things where I, I you know, even then I was kind of, you know, my eyebrow kind of went up. I'm like, you guys just want to do Chewbacca.
2: Yes, that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, sure. that's all it was for sure. A hundred
4: percent. Yeah. That's, you, know, that's, you guys that's that's wanted to exactly.
3: do Chewbacca and you wanted to create your own Chewbacca. So therefore you came up with the And I yes. think it's because even, even the point of like, I don't even know if we got to the point of, I mean, obviously we know Chewbacca's a Wookiee at that point. But mm-hmm. we haven't got the whole thing of. I don't, I'm trying to think because we had, well, I guess if we had the, 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 what's Life Day? What's the thing from the, holi- holiday
1: the, the holiday, holiday special. special? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: So we would have seen other Wookiees at that point, but.
1: Mala, his wife was Mala and. <laughs> Lumpy. Lumpy. Lumpy was one of yeah. them too.
3: Lumpy Rutherford. Um <laughs> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but, but no, they, yeah, Lumpy Rutherford Chewbacca. But no, it was, it was, um, I, it's one of those things where i know in the series i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly in Thundar, um they do go to um the where mocks. other mo- other mocks were yeah <laughs> you know there's, another, there's a mocks there's a couple mock stories and then it's all i do the ukla talked <laughs> um but yeah i mean i love Ookla the mock even though he's probably just a you know a, a, a distant cousin or of, of chewbacca yes
4: right. yes
2: he was
3: yeah no I, I yeah I thought about thunder but like I said the Hercules was the one that really was like wow that is really is other than the right. than the, the, the family themselves it's just those those characters yeah you know and they all manage to speak you know so that the others can understand
0: <laughs> what's going <laughs> yeah. on with yeah, those what's characters going on. as well yeah. so yeah. interesting pull I had one um, that we talked last week offline after we were done mm-hmm. uh, but it was the Howling Commandos of Shield. Right. Yes. That, yeah. Um, yeah. That yeah. Uh, I I encountered in 2015. So it came mm-hmm. out that that book came out in 2015. Part of um all new all different Marvel. Right. And it was very short lived. It only went like six issues. I think it spun out of Mark Wade's Shield. I believe uh, so. Yeah. And and I mean the the thing here is that the whole team was monsters. It was, yeah. It was you know basically it was it was a life model decoy of Dum Dum Dugan as the yeah. leader. Right. And he led. Mm-hmm. Man thing, war wolf, vampire by, by night, um, amphibian. There you go, Frank. I miss amphibian, teen abomination, and hit monkey. Yeah, and and I remember reading this and I thought this was really really cool. I, I really liked the the premise of it, just just mm. like what it did without saying, where it was like, man, like if she like all the crazy stuff, shield like takes care of. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, what are these guys gonna do if this right. is like, if these guys handle all the stuff that like is too nuts for Shield? What are these missions gonna be like? And I was so mm-hmm. excited for it, and it just something, something just didn't jive with the book. I don't know. It, only it, was, did, it
3: was supposed to be like that a regular, and then it immediately got cut to a miniseries or something like that. Yeah, because I read it too. Because it was, um I read it in like a, a collection. It was, I can't remember who else is in it, but it was kind of like it was a Monster Marvel book, and it had. Um, the Howling Commandos a Shield, but it like it also had what Gugum or one of the other fifties monsters in it too. Mm-hmm. But it immediately, like I said, it was it started out one thing and then by the like the second or third issue, it immediately turned on a dime and suddenly became something else. And I just think it didn't it didn't do well enough. Yeah, there wasn't an audience or the audience that they thought was going to be there for it. It didn't catch on. But I mean, it, to me, it's like a, it's like um, you know the Creature Commandos at DC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, another team of monsters. Um, but they're kind of like I've only read a handful of things here and there with them. I always like the concept of it, and I like them in the Brave and the Bold. Because don't we get like a, we don't get a full episode? We just get a, like they're in the the one of the compilation episodes, right?
0: Yeah. So they did a compilation episode. Like it was one of the last four of the mm-hmm. last season, and yeah, and there's Creature Commando. Uh, uh like just short. Yeah, it? we'll say basically. like it's right. just like some leftover ideas that were like, cool, let's just do a whole thing with this. Mm-hmm. I guess. You're right. It's basically,
3: I mean, it's what it feels like. I would have, I would have been fine with an entire episode, but basically it's like uh, a Medusa character, a vampire, a Frankenstein's monster, um, a wolf character, <laughs> a werewolf character. And sometimes if I remember correctly, and I might be wrong, um, every now and then they would cross over with like the GI robot. Mm, yeah. So, you know, if it was one of those things where if 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 Sergeant Rock or the losers or um you know Johnny Cloud Navo Ace or something was too rough and tumble for you they had GI mm-hmm. Robot which made it a little more sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. If you wanted a war comic so it wasn't quite so, you know, human on human violence.
0: <laughs> I had um I had on my list Frankenstein's monster specifically in DC. Yeah. But yeah. with no real notes and I just wanted to toss that to you guys cuz I know you know I know uh you guys are big fans of Seven Soldiers.
3: Right. I liked ah, him in that. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a good one. I like him. Um, I read, I think I read the first couple of issues of the Solo book when they were doing New 52, which wasn't bad. I like him generally. Like, I think that my favorite um, stuff with him was in Tomasi when he was doing Batman and Robin. Peter Tomasi was, Peter J. Tomasi when he was doing Batman and Robin. Yeah. Had him in, had some good issues with uh, Frankenstein's monster, as well as um, when Peter J. Tomasi was doing Superman. Which was the Superman book that's basically the Superman family
0: book. Um, there's some great Frankenstein appearances in that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you loaned me those, some of those Batman titles, and that was like around when Damien died. Right. And stuff. Yeah. And it's all and Batman, kinds of dark and creepy stuff of Batman running around with a Frank, reanimated Frankenstein's monster at, while in mourning for his son dying. Yeah. yeah. And and it's dark.
3: Tra- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It gets real dark because Batman yeah. just has no, is no, um, no regard for Frankenstein as a person it just sees yeah. him as a way, as a means to try and get Damien back. And it mm-hmm. gets really
0: heavy. Oh, it's so good
3: though. Oh, it's, it's so, so great. good, but it's Doug <laughs> monkey too. Right. The artwork I'm trying to think it's him, right? Yeah. I think so. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Really great stuff. It, um, Out of that. I mean, I was, I'm, I, I'm on record as not being a huge fan of new 52, but uh, Peter Tomasi, Peter, I keep saying Peter Tomasi, Peter Tomasi stuff when he did um, Batman and Robin is really great. Out of that stuff. He really does some really cool things. Um, and, and and for a while it basically is brave and the bold because Batman teams up with different characters for like a six issue maybe eight issue arc, um, and the Frankenstein stuff like I said is is really really good, but no I like the character a lot I think it's a, you know from Morrison to be because it's Morrison that does it first right in in uh, Seven Soldiers
1: yep okay yeah
3: because I'm trying to think I I, I there might there's got to be another place at DC where they use Frankenstein's monster but probably not obviously not the same one but. Yeah, it's a great version of the character. I like it a lot. And there's been attempts, I think, to try and put him in. Like, um, I'm surprised he wasn't part of Justice League Dark. If he was, I I, didn't, I never saw I the know. character there.
0: Me too. I was actually I was looking up Justice League Dark in prepping for this, and I I was in disbelief. I'm like Frankenstein's monster was never in this, right? Hmm. Or Etrican. That was the other thing I felt like Etrican was not like in, in a lot of the rostered things I saw.
3: No, I think I'm it's, like that's I think- crazy. I know they what they did again at a New Fifty Two, they did a book called Demon's Nights or Demon Nights when it was supposed to be um set around Camelot and dealing with Morgan Lef, Morgan Le Fay. Mm-hmm. And he's he's in a team back then with like, you know, some archetypal characters or characters that are tied to the future, that kind of thing. But um yeah, I was surprised like I'm always amazed that that like I said, Frankenstein's monster not being a part of that group is weird. But Yeah. You know.
0: Again, if he is, I I, I never I just never saw it, but Anything to add, Clifton? Because I know you're a big Seven Soldiers fan, too.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, not much apart from that. Because, yeah, those are the pretty much the only real instances I'm familiar with are the Seven Soldiers miniseries that mm-hmm. leads into the to the one-shot thing and then the, the new 52. And, I mean, I definitely uh, link it with Doug Mankey. Like, that mm-hmm. Doug Mankey art is all I ever picture for, right. <laughs> for the DC Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that look of it and that art.
0: Yeah me too all right anybody else got some more because i have a few more like that that i just wanted to throw out to you guys okay
2: oh i have one from left field because (laughs) i don't think you guys have heard the name but you really didn't know the character and Mm. it's naruto from anime
1: okay okay
2: the team he's on is team seven which is a ninja group that further develops as to where he's from which is the uh fictional country of konoha which is a place in japan but what makes him part of the list is. As a baby, he was imbued with the demon spirit
4: mm.
2: that his body, at the time, his body is the only thing that it could house. As a result of it, if something were to happen to him or he get enraged, he later discovered that the demon spirit would flare out in such a destructive force that would uh, hurt the people around him in some cases. Mm. Uh, it wasn't until so further development of the story that he found out what exactly occurred to him as a child. Into why he's uh, connected with this demon spirit, with this monstrous, destructive force that could overwhelm him and kill people around him. But that's and that's the short end of it. <laughs> I think I did an awesome job of uh, of summing up just Naruto, <laughs> because it gets way more complicated in that in that regard. But ultimately, um, the spirit is supposed to overwhelm him, or maybe even kill him, and he's merely a vessel. So that its destructive power can't terrorize the countryside, so to speak. Hmm. So um, he's able to harness that power, even um, talk to it in such a way that he uses the power in order to um, add to his own abilities. And it gets then it gets even more interesting. But yeah, he's seen as a monster because in his childhood, no one talks to him because they're scared of the, uh, the uh, demon fox coming out and terrorizing the village as it has once before. Mm. yeah naruto yeah i don't expect too much time in because i know you guys don't <laughs> yeah. but clifton should know at least an inkling of it
1: yeah i mean yeah. I, I know the name i've actually never watched any uh okay naruto. i mean episode here or there yeah but as as long as it's been on it's definitely been one of the long-running popular ones
2: yes uh, it, i find it interesting that um elementary school kids somebody's dad is introducing them to that and they go around running with their hands tucked behind them (laughs) in the weirdest ways.
1: That's still popular. The Naruto run is still a popular trend. It's
2: insane, man. If you ever ran like that, you'd fall flat on your face. It's just, there's no way to balance yourself (laughs) while running with your hands spread out uh, behind you in such a way. Like it's more aerodynamic. Hey, how fast do you think you're going to run that you have to think about aerodynamic as far as right running?
1: with like your waist bent at 90
0: degree angles? Yes, like parallel the ground. <laughs> it's, like it's hilarious. Like you're running bent over, yeah, with, you you. with your arms yep. behind you and your arms behind you, like the Ninja you. Turtles, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do it too, yeah, they do it too, they, yeah. too. yeah, they do it too, which is insane.
0: <laughs> My but, son but, runs but, like that though, because he saw the turtles oh, do it on TV, he does it like that for fun sometimes, yeah, when he sees, no, you're not faster. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. no go think- to the track and try that.
1: More aerodynamic. It makes sense. I get it, though. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. oh
2: my God, there'll be a track and field if that was that much of a difference. Jeez. Yeah. But no, no, you're not faster. It looks if- awesome, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Aesthetically exactly. appealing. Yeah. Yeah. Tremendously so. But yeah, the first time I saw that crazy running is um, Naruto. Mm. But yeah. Um, but to bring it back a bit, I was really, I was thinking with you guys, Etrigan. Mm-hmm. Okay. In which yeah. uh, he's attached to a monster. Um, you really see him become a team like uh, in the team when you think about um, Justice League um, Dark.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But really, it, the character is, is seldomly with the team, if any at all, because of the nature of Etrigan and how he fights. Etrigan is not a team player. No. Yeah. yeah. But, but ultimately, maybe as a member of King Arthur's court, <laughs> let's just be stretching it. <laughs> But, yeah, I I, I wanted to put Etrigan on the list as far as uh, that monster, but just in a different way, similar Mm. to Naruto, in which you have this poor soul attached to a demon in which you're inextricably uh, linked to. And you have to find a way to work with the demon in order to, um, you know, serve the greater good, so to speak. Yeah, right. Yeah. But that's another uh, uh, way that they've changed the, the monster aspect of a person.
0: He's using the animated movies. I know the Justice League Dark animated movies. He is yeah. part of the team there in those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just yeah. To, just to differentiate it from the books, Justice League Dark. But he's not in the books because I really haven't. Thought- I you know I know, I've never read them. But when I was looking at it, I didn't see him listed on it. So I don't okay. know if it was just okay. like like an incomplete like Wikipedia Wiki page or something I was on, but I didn't see it. But like I said, like it baffled me
4: hmm. no, <laughs> that I agree. he I agree. wouldn't be.
0: Mm-hmm. But- <laughs> but to me, I was trying to turn it to see
2: the different types of monster tropes outside of what we regularly see and how we would depict them, you know? Hmm. Yeah, because that was really different as far as how the monstrous trope goes as far as it's not like the Hulk where it's just inside of mm-hmm. it's literally a different person linked to you and stuff.
0: Do you guys. Um, so I, I have a few to throw at. So do you guys consider like Sasquatch part of this from Alpha Flight? Yes. Here?
2: Yes. Okay. So keep going If you want to if you want to do the lightning round part of we definitely can.
0: I don't have it's not lightning round just per se. I mean they were just kind of characters that I thought of that that I like I just didn't read those books a okay. lot. So okay. I had I had Sasquatch. Um mm-hmm. I had like Farrell and Wolfsbane. On okay. there too. Yeah, I,
2: I yeah, I had Wolfsbane.
0: Um and then the other one I had was a uh, um you know a uh, classic one obviously. It's uh, Mr. Hyde from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. great. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised no one
2: said Rocket and Groot, hmm. Hmm. because Groot is monsters, if nothing else.
1: Right, and I thought of Groot because Groot's origin was like the original Groot in Marvel was from the 50s Monster yep. Marvel comics, mm-hmm. where it's like a Groot conquer alien comes to Earth. Yep, and says I am Groot on the cover, among other stuff. And that's <laughs> not the only thing it says. It actually has like a whole several sentences. Right on the cover, but I am Groot as part of that, and then that's what kind of stuck. Uh, I think the Guardians version. What do they say? It's like a descendant of that one, or it's from yeah. the same planet same or something as that something. one, the one we get in Guardians. Yeah, yeah like he's so, yeah. That one was evil, and and the one we get is not evil. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, he definitely has definitely has origins like straight out of Monster Comics, where it's a mm-hmm. giant tree like terrorizing the city in that mm-hmm. in the the Marvel Monster comic.
0: I love those books so much, yeah. <laughs> so much. I love them so much.
2: <laughs> now he made my list. Also made my list is um Beast and Nightcrawler from X Men. Yeah, mm. yeah. In which um, well later on, of course, when he turns himself blue, and mm. um, Nightcrawler who's given legitimately a disguise so he can walk around people so they won't freak out to think that he's the devil based upon how his look is.
3: Yep, he was on my list for sure.
2: Okay, was Cyborg on your list? Uh, nope. Only, only because of his origin start that way because he thinks he's a freak as a result of the uh technology that's grafted onto his body. In fact, that he works around with a hoodie c- c- trying to cover it up as much as possible. But of course, we you know he damn near walks around in his underwear. Um, <laughs> come, come issue two, but initially it's sort of been. Uh, I was, I was on the fence about him as far as that's concerned
0: leave it to teen titans to always be the one that kind of like like bucks the trend a little bit oh definitely that's the thing i've noticed consistently that when we talk about uh, you know whatever whatever team member it is it's always mm. teen titans comes up and i like well it's kind of this person well no but you could argue it's this person too right Cause, yeah
2: yeah like because well, i would say
0: remember. raven yeah mm-hmm. no sure. raven
2: is on my list too cause- you know? the way she harbors their demon spirit from her father right. in order not to be um, the monster that he needs her to be, whatever. Another person is Manny Faces
1: from He-Man. <laughs> 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 it's,
2: I don't know why it came up.
1: I loved that toy when I was Yes!
2: I don't know why it came up in my head, but he's part of the He-Man's little masters in the universe, and whenever he turned into the robot or the, uh, the monster, he acted
0: a fool. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have a fun one. A fun stupid one, but I also got to bring up Ninja Turtles too. Uh, yeah, uh, I was thinking of tur- bringing up too. Right, it's hard. Yeah. Who's the monster Ninja Turtles? All of them, because they well, live in a sewer and hide. Well, I yeah, well, okay, that's true. That's a good point. But I'm going outside of it too. I had to. Go this is the me. first time that the the mighty Mutanimals will come up.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as part of this. And, no, and you're for right. those
0: who don't know, the mighty Mutanimals was just like another group of. of it was like the offshoot of of other mutants that kind of like banded together. So It was like Mondo Gecko and Wingnut mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and uh, was, you know Slash was in there at one point. Um, so I say Leatherhead. I think Leatherhead would would have been the monster at that point.
2: That's an interesting monster that group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Which one's Leatherhead? The alligator? Yeah, mm-hmm. the yeah. alligator that was the Cajun it's
0: the alligator. Kind, of, kind of a Hulk thing, where like mm-hmm. he was super smart, but also like the reptilian brain would take over sometimes and he would just mm. go like going on a rampage yeah yeah good stuff <laughs> and then my um you guys want my stupid one I'll give sure. you a stupid one I you definitely want a stupid one Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang yeah. Theory <laughs> yeah no I give it to right? you because yeah he's the worst he's, he's supervillain. Yeah, he's, he's definitely the super one villain. that mm-hmm. they're, they're all afraid of what he's gonna make them do mm-hmm. they're all yeah. afraid of what he's gonna say Right, and I, and mm-hmm. I think back of like the first season. There's like one season where like he starts to get sick. You remember the Tommy? Because I know you watched it, right? Yes. yes. Like he starts to get sick, and then you find that they all have like 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 a Batman plan. Should he yeah, ever get sick? Case, they yeah, like, yeah, they yeah, all yeah. know to like to call each other. Like <laughs> we can't go back to that. Yes. We can't yeah. go back to the apartment yeah. for like three days the, until yeah. he's better. Yeah, like- yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> And they had the theory of uh, that he reproduces asexually by spontaneous eating too much Thai <laughs> food. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, all, all types of stuff. He was an enigma, and, uh, and yeah, yeah. No, I, I give you no. Uh, collect. I I gotta agree with you because <laughs> if they pushed him or did something outside, yeah, they were in constant fear of what he might do or how he might retaliate. Yeah, I I give you credit.
1: It sounds like you're talking about like the kid from that Twilight Zone episode. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, you, you did real good. You did real good.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's an absolute through line between that Twilight Zone episode and Sheldon Cooper. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's, that's a good thing you did.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Don't, don't, don't yeah, no. I can see that. Oh, my God. That's what happened with, yeah. Takeaway's powers it's the same character. Jeez. Frank, Monster Girl.
3: Yeah, for
1: sure. <laughs> From Invincible,
2: the yes. comic and show. Yes, I was going to say Invincible. They, what was the name of their group? Um, I'm trying to, I can't even think of the name of their group.
3: But there was uh, a character Global named Global Guardians? Thank
2: you, Global Guardians. There's a character in Global Guardians called Monster Girl, but her power was that every time she uh, was to become a super strong, big, strong monster. But the problem with her be, having those powers and actually using them regressed her uh, her human form to be younger. So it's like, do I use the, I mean, I mean, she, she, to me, she should have more moral implications as to not use that power because obviously, so she's like what a 30 year old woman that looks like what, uh, eight. Right. Yeah. So, but, but in, in a weird sense, she stays in monster girl when she's in a different dimension, but ultimately, um, no one knows that's what she is until she reverts back and then they're taken aback by how young she is, which is a nice twist to it. But I was thinking monster girl. Yeah, from um, Global Guardians of Invincible.
0: Does anybody have any last ones on their list before we start closing out?
2: Um, what rounds on my list is Ilya Magic Rasputin. <laughs> yeah. um, weirdly enough, I picked Maul from Wildcats. <laughs> okay. Because sure. the bigger he got, the yeah. the more savage he got. Yeah, that's true. Um, Chopper from One Piece, Hellboy in the BRPD. But Mm -hmm. then again, that's a whole group of monsters, isn't it? Right. Right. So, uh, and Wolverine. Mm, Yeah. Because uh, he's just savage. I mean, you don't know when he went to a berserker rage and didn't know what he might occur.
0: I'm kicking myself because you said Hellboy, and it it just didn't occur to me at all this whole time. And it's like, damn, we waited way too long to start to bring up Hellboy. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because if there's any episode to bring it up, it's this one.
2: It's Hellboy, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. So what do you let's let's do a couple minutes on Hellboy really quick, just to, <laughs> just, just, to, just to get it in because okay. again, he doesn't come up often. It's like it's like Grundy and <laughs> and uh, Grodd. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
2: No, the the fact that he's the son of what the of the king. Well, his father was he the devil or just a demon in 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 hell?
3: Um, I don't know if they said I know. I want to say yes, but I'm not certain because I, I don't know whether they finally define that or not.
4: Yeah.
2: But no, but I like the old trope of, yeah, he's supposed to be a, a key of great destruction. And right. he's mythically, that's his destiny. Yeah. But he's just a normal guy who likes a beer and just likes chilling out or playing a video game. That's what I love about his character. It's like, mm. nah, I don't want to do that. I'm chilling. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's a nice dichotomy of what he's supposed to be and what he's destined to become. I, yeah. I love that about the character.
4: Right.
0: He's such a yeah. Wolverine antihero to me, but in a weird way, yes. like he's a little more like accessible. Yeah, like he is. He is weirdly like like you know like you're more likely to know people like Hellboy. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <You know>? exactly. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I love I love Ron Perlman's depiction of him. I wish I wish he played him a lot. I wish he was able to play the role when he was a lot younger. But oh, oh my yeah. gosh, I, I just love how um, it, he's he's made three dimensional in the movies and how he's relatable. Uh, yeah, I would totally hang out with Hellboy, regardless of what he looks like. The fact that, and I like the fact of how he um, files down the horns that are coming out of his head just to yeah. fit in just a bit more and not, you know, be that thing that you <laughs> that you're fearing. Yeah. I yeah. always like that visual. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And we're not gonna talk about the fact that what his left hand or is it his left hand is made out of straight stone because it's the key to something.
3: The right hand of Doom.
2: Right, my fault. Right hand. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah,
3: right hand of Doom. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hellboy
0: made my list. Very nice. All right. So we will, um, we'll start closing out the same way that we do uh, in many of these. So we'll talk about a, a character that doesn't usually wear the monster hat, but it might be fun to see them from time to time. But first, if you like the show, you can check out all of our episodes on YouTube and let me know how it is.com. Just please, however you find us, don't forget to like subscribe and leave us a review. And finally, if you want to submit a topic to us, hit us up in the comments, Twitter, or email. At info at LetMeKnowHowItIs.com. dot com, our Twitter handle is also our show's initials L M K H I I. All right, let's go ahead. So who's somebody who's not a monster, but could be? If you squint,
2: <laughs> I love. I was I was enamored by your um your um from Big Bang Theory. Oh, Sheldon. Sheldon Cooper. Yeah, maybe think of Scott Pilgrim, but he's not on the team, so I can't really. <laughs> him. He's totally a monster. Yeah, but you can't really think of him as such, but in that movie. i say the movie best. He kind of is. Kind of <laughs> is. He wouldn't date my, my um, sister, that's for sure. Um, right. But I, I think I need more time to think. But no, but I, I love your
0: Sheldon, though. That was nice. Thank you. I can go if you guys want. I'll get Good. it started. Go, go ahead. right ahead. Got a character that's come up, uh, I think, in uh, many episodes. Uh, I'm going to go with Rogue. Mm. As much as it pains me to say it, because you know, Rogue is near and dear to my heart. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I think, I think in a way, um, to kind of see her powers reflected outwardly back at her the way that she thinks herself to be sometimes in certain takes of the character. I'm thinking like a lot, like more of the movies and like X Men Evolution and stuff like that, more than she is in the comics. You know, when I met her in the comics, she was much more like, Fully formed. Right. And, 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 dare I say, more comfortable in her own skin. But, uh, yeah, I think that it would be kind of neat to sort of see, uh, um, how people look at possibly, I guess, the, like the destructive force of her power more.
2: No, I can say that. I could, I could, I'd agree with you on that one. Ah, but because you said her, you gave me a great one. to not to run one up you, okay. but to tangibly leave from what Rogue is is mystique Mm. she is a certified monster (laughs) why because her power is to be anybody right Mm -hmm. but the destruction the destructive force she wields by being other people and changing the future of mutants every time is nuts because her being senator kelly almost leaves the destructive path of her race in the future in, in, in most incarnations. She's a piece of work. Um, in the latest incarnation of the X-Men, her involvement of wanting to bring back destiny leads to their ruination. But she doesn't care. She wants what she wants. Mystique is a monster, <laughs> unequivocally, always and forever. And it's yeah. and you'll never see it coming.
0: She's got that little like gerbil skull on her head.
3: Yeah. Like Elmira. Um, yes. Yeah. For Tiny Toons. Yes.
2: Straight. Yeah. Straight the harbinger of doom. Just like Elmira. Yeah. yeah. Stay away from her, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she put Rogue on her pass. She could have left Rogue well alone. But nope. Yeah. We're going to have you touch uh, at the time. Captain Marvel or Ms. Marvel.
0: That is another that is a cool power set, too, that you're talking about. I mean, like, yeah, there is there's is such destruction that could happen with the shapeshifter. Yes. Uh, yeah. That that I think I mean, there's just so many of them in comics, I think. Now that um, in a weird way, I don't think we appreciate like. Like how. oh uh, Man, just just like how earth shattering that would be. Yeah. Really just how disruptive it would be to your world. World. yeah,
2: The the guy you trust. It's spouting madness and craziness, and has the power to do it. That's mm-hmm. mystique. Oh, as many shapeshifters there are in either DC or Marvel, none wields it as more terrifying than her. Mm. Yeah, I can't believe she was on my list. I didn't even say it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, the only one that I thought of was in, in. and It's not, you know, I know in Young Justice they 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 did a, you know, they did a bit of trying to make him, you know, tie it into the, another character. Um, but I, I always thought it was interesting that Orion, when Orion got upset or got to a certain point, he would become monstrous and his, like his face would contort Yeah, and he would become more monstrous. And it was one of those things where it was kind of like, you know, I, I was I, early on, I always thought it was kind of an honor thing. Like, I didn't know if that was supposed to be like the dark side of him coming out
4: mm-hmm.
3: or, but I thought that, that, that they do not it was more. You know, contemporary wise, it's sort of like it just he's he's got a, a you know, a face of rage. Um <laughs> and that was kind of how it was played. But yeah, I always thought Orion was a character that that um much like Wolverine or um another one that that I thought about they did a lot of a similar thing with was, was Timberwolf from Legion. For a while, um You got
0: Legion in just under the wire. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If, you had yeah, Le- yeah, if you had Legion yeah, bingo, on your bingo card, yeah, bingo card just yeah. give your bingo. <laughs> <Just> um, <laughs> uh, but no,
3: it, there was a similar thing with uh, it, at least with I know when when uh, like when it was the 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 Paul Levitz and Giffen era of Legion. A lot of times, um, you know, Timberwolf or Orion or you know would go in sort of like the, it. Orion wasn't in Legion, but they would go into like Le- Timberwolf would go in like a Wolverine type berserker rage. Mm-hmm. And then you would see a face, like his face would you know, like he'd look up and like you would catch a, you'd make eye contact with him and his face was like um, was more monstrous or 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 more um, you know, more you definitely would have afraid of what is, you know, beyond what his normal face was. Right. And then in the Legion cartoon, Timberwolf is like a full-on like werewolf character, practically. Werewolf, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, that was one that I thought that doesn't really get that um, both of those characters too that I thought that didn't really get the the monster tag, but yeah,
2: but definitely is. Yeah, I agree. definitely are.
3: Yeah, so I was going to
2: say Moon Knight. Yeah, and the Punisher. Mm. Man, you can't stop the Punisher even after death. What? <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just insane uh, a level of revenge. they they've they've extended his life well past every other hero in the Marvel universe or person, just on this swath of destruction. Yeah. Yeah, they end up giving sure. him cost. Yeah, Fraser Frankenstein.
0: I keep thinking of that moment in Superior Foes. I know I've talked about it, but there's a bit in Superior Foes of Spider-Man where Punisher shows up, and they're all like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> like, yeah, like, like it, this guy.
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's no arguing with him. There's no, no deal making.
0: He's not taking you
2: to jail.
4: No. You're dying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's a monster. Straight up monster. Yep. Straight force of it's not even a force of nature. He can decide if he wants to or not,
0: but psh, it's not. It's not. Look, chances aren't looking good. Nope. Yeah. This other guy will just will just web up my face and yeah. you know, I'll, be, I'll be stuck to it <laughs> yes. to, to a traffic light. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good deal. All right. As always, we'll post links and examples to everything we talk about on letmenowhowitis.com Just please remember to like us and follow us on social media and we will see you guys next week.